you play trading card games? Of course you do. That's why you're listening to slash watching this thing. If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, we're talking about, okay, well normally we'd be talking about Premium Collection 2022, but there's still three clans left. Who's uh, left? Angel Feather, Murakumo, Neonectar at the time of the this. Terrible yeah. clans. I know, right? I feel bad for them. They, they got, like, Angel all... Feather is one of the worst Premium clans, right? <sighs> kind of. Like, that I thing mean... has nothing going for it, I think. I, I could be wrong, but I feel that, like Angel Feathers just has nothing going on. That stride of theirs, the one with the purple hair that makes everything uh, like damage X door, is really good. It's just that the deck needs to get to that point. Oh. So like until that happens, it's just kind of a like waiting in the wings. Uh, gotcha. Neonectar and Murakumo up in the air. <laughs> I think Murakumo is out as far as the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Nectar kind of got destroyed after Katrina got banned. Although I think yeah. with the cards they print nowadays, Katrina's probably fine. I think it is. I think they could probably I, bring it back. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Katrina... I think Katrina can come back. Gastille can stay gone, but Katrina can come back. Well, Gastille um, was gone like... It finally got hit like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, Gastille should have been gone with Katrina the first time, but that's not the one of that. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think Katrina's probably okay. It's mm-hmm. Just... The way everything shaped up. Uh, I mean, I think Kashima? the or no, God no, still God no. yeah. There's a reason that card was banned before it came out. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. I think I think Katrina's probably fine because the spikes. Honestly, the new spike stride feels kind of like Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> so. What we're doing this week, instead of a set review, because we'll do that next week, is uh, we're talking about what we're excited to build, what how the, how our decks are going to be affected, because we have like about two or three a person, um, and also what we think is going to come out of the woodwork after this uh, premium collection is uh, coming out. So anybody want to go first? I mean, I think I'll go first because I've talked the most about it already. Go for uh, it. So I've been looking a lot at Spike Brothers because I, I when they revealed this, so Spikes prior to this premium collection was really mm-hmm. lacking a first stride. Uh, like yeah. if you didn't get to Hell Heart Eight, you had to like if you so if you would kind of use your G guards and like you could go to like Violence Ace, draw a bunch of cards and just sit there, and it wasn't yeah. really satisfying. Um, Violence Ace was just not a great card. It's fine, draws a lot of cards, um, but. Other than that, it's not an exciting card to do. Agrius has a lot of issues, especially as first stride. Even if you get first stride, Agrius isn't doing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really need a card face up, uh, a two cards face up to kind of reset your whole board and get the extra. Agrius is like on attack, buying two for every one in G zone, and then call them back or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. And forces everything to be charging, I think. Mm-hmm. But I but like it's just not good as like a first stride getting first stride, right? Which is supposed to be like a powerful turn. Yeah. Uh, you can most end up with like six attacks or something, and it's not terribly impressive. Mm-hmm. And with Agile Fullback, you uh, the it's a grade two from the latest V collection that so. if it's in the back if it's called to the back row center slot, can get attack from the back row, and if it was called by a card's ability, gets an additional ten K. 
So it can be a 20k attacker from the back row center slot. Now, this card is extremely important going forward for Gary's and New Stride for Spike Brothers that says whenever a unit attacks, give it 10k, they put it at the bottom of your deck in the battle. The other important part about this card is that it has an on attack Soul Blast 1 call two grade 2 or less units to open rear card circles. Which is an incredible card. So even if you're not even if you Spike Brothers were full of vanillas, right? And you know, and you know, this is five attacks with if you don't put any brain power into it. But realistically, this card is seven attacks if you have just random cards in your hand. Yeah. Like this is not thinking about any real cards. Mm -hmm. This is just seven attacks for one CB. So the floor. With like any with a minimal amount your of hand, power, your hand is seven. dog shit. This card is seven attacks for one CP. That's real good. Yeah, uh, the better your hand is, you can get up to I think ten or eleven on one, depending on what you start with. You can get ele- easily eleven on two, and you can get twelve attacks on three. Uh, just depending depending on your starting hand, of course. Uh, but it's going to be a very uh, and all of these attacks are like twenty three k plus. Some of them have crits because of your Force 1 and Force 2 circle. Uh, <laughs> I played someone earlier today in Remote Fight, and he, he was calling it Force 3, which I think is funny. Uh, mm. I just say the Force Marker in Spikes because, you know, there's yeah. no one splits these up, right? I don't think no, of course not. No, but, no, like, even if you, you just slap them on the circle and you're like, there it is. Yeah. So your instructor is attacking for, like, 32 boosted by Dexter, and you're just like, 32k to crit from my trigger. Mecha instructor, oh, it, the stand trigger. Yeah, mega instructor, the stand trigger is going to be is very is very cool. Uh, so basically, it has the ability of when it's returned to deck, you can uh, put a card from your hand into soul, choose one of your rear guards and bind it and call it back. So what you do is you kind of use uh, at least the current strategies to use ambush Dexter to banish ambush Dexter, call it back, eat a grade two, and call two grade twos from deck. Oh my god! So. This is kind of like the most basic one. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the stuff too too in-depth, but basically kind of the most basic thing is you just have like a random grade 2 laying around. You attack with the grade 2 on on one side, so it goes back to deck. You attack with Instructor, bind Dexter, eat the grade 2, put Dexter in front on the the Force Circle, circle, call Agile Fullback behind Vanguard, call Bracky to the left, you have three more attacks. So I that feel, is. I feel bad attacks. for non-visual learners. Listening yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, so, so, I, I assume, I assume at some point on down the line, uh, proof yeah. will explain all, all in all detail in great glorious detail. All yeah, of, all for of for people not in Living Proofs Discord, they have like literal spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, I, like <laughs> like Excel <laughs> spreadsheets with keys with color coded shit. Like they are going <laughs> look. Look, you need some organization if you're going to go through these lines. I'm, and I'm not shitting on it. I think it's fantastic. I'm just the, the, it's yeah. I'm, I'm I've kind of like have like a standard pattern of all the lines now. Uh, mm-hmm. Building the deck is going to be a gigantic pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it required so I lost a lot of cards in the fire, right? Yeah. And so even so, uh, as far as like random spikes cards, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of them anymore. Yeah. And like I needed. It 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 it, 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 it has come to a possibility, and I don't actually know if I'm running this card or not, but I think it's funny that I might need Jumbo the stun gun. <laughs> God, Jumbo the freaking stun gun! Wait, I thought that was written off. 
because someone brought it up and then people were like, that's dumb. No, it's still no, wrong. No, 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 It is, it is still on, it is still on the chart. Devil Watch is written down. Oh, okay. We're Devil... not playing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not playing Devil Watch. I refuse right. to put that, I refuse to put Devil Watch in my deck. All right. Jump of the Stun Gun is if placed at Battle Phase, Counter Church, Soul Church. Yep. An 8K grade 2. Yep. And then. Important Devil... fact that it's a grade 2, by the way. Because you can call grade 2s off of Gary. No, great. Gary no. calls grade 2 or less. Okay. What matters about it being a grade two is that when we eat with ambush Dexter to call two grade twos, yeah. one of them can be jump with a stun gun. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. And then the um, the thing with Devil Watch was if it's charging after it boosts you. No, after it attacks or boosts, counter charge, soul charge. Oh, okay. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not playing that garbage. Uh, I think first of all, we have four. We we already have four mecha instructor. <laughs> it doesn't like. It's an on attack counter charge full charge, which is, or on attack slash on boost counter charge full charge, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. And so it basically is worse than Jumbo because Jumbo gives the counter charge immediately mm-hmm. when on place. Yeah. And doesn't have to attack, which means you could do you can do you can do some cheesy stuff where you like use Jumbo to unflip, but have another ability in standby that uses that same counter blast. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it gives the counter charge immediately is actually a big deal. Got it. Um, so. You- so you, you go like counterblast, flip again, counterblast again, like right. immediately. That's cool. Yeah. So I think I think I've had like a one CB combo where I use the same counterblast like five times. Like un, not joking, like five times. That's nuts. Yeah, you just you just keep you just keep countercharging and flipping, counter countercharging, counterblasting, countercharge, counterblast. You keep doing it. I pl- I played against. A version of this, at least today, literally a couple really? times before. Um, uh, somebody from Proof's Discord we played for fun. Uh, he kicked my ass in two out of three games, and it's it's horrifying because the problem is that, especially with Agile Fullback, where one of the, one of the things with Spike Brothers in general is that a lot of cards are like you got to call to an empty rear guard circle, which means you have to vacate that rear guard circle. Yep. This is one more rear guard circle you don't have to worry about vacating. It's just behind Vanguard. Yep. And your Vanguard is huge anyway, so there's no, like, oh, I lose my Vanguard booster. Who cares? Yeah, uh, twenty. You're striding. Twenty no. k. Fine. Yeah. The only reason <laughs> I won game three was he took two agile fullbacks on damage and had to guard with the third one. Oh, he's only playing. Yeah, if you're only playing three, that sucks. No, he was playing four. Was so like, four. He, he lost uh, the ability to call more of them. So he only uh, had one. Yeah, you can make one work, but you have because that keeps going to the bottom of your deck from Gary, yeah. so you can keep calling. It. <laughs> but it, it, it was still like less. Uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a little slower. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, you, um, you you do lose quite a bit there. Yeah, um, it's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. I I've been like vaguely thinking about Tachi, but not in a huge way. Uh, the new stride is, I don't know. It's interesting enough, I guess. I've been it calling it a Tonka, Tonka truck. Uh, yeah, I'm look, aware. It looks like a Tonka truck. I'm just gonna call it um, that t- new Tachi stride. Probably that's probably the name for it. Fine, have no imagination. Look, Whatever. look, I don't actually remember the name of this card. Me neither. Uh, uh, I could, I could not begin to tell you. It has I, a gun. That's it has a little Glock. That's the only thing yeah. I remember about it. Yeah, I, I've been like a lot of these. I haven't remembered the actual name. Um, which can you blame me? Really, I'm looking it up again, so I cannot know yeah. it. A Gigantosaurus. That's that's the name. Yeah, Gigantosaurus. That's a horrible name. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of a boring name. 
Yeah, um, what the hell? Why don't we come back to this? Rupier, did you have something? I mean, I have been mostly thinking about Bermuda Triangle because I'm pretty sure OTT is just unsalvageable even with the new stride. Apparently the new stride is really good. The OTT reason. one? Yeah, apparently people have been talking about it. It's really good. Okay. Outside, outside of the fact that you can like use the over-trigger effect and still have it in I the mean, game. That was the thing that everyone wouldn't shut up about. Like, the actual effect is still good. It's just a bit awkward. Mm, they mentioned that it helps you dig for something, but I didn't really understand the conversation after that because I don't know OTT cards. Okay. But apparently people are really high on it. Okay. Uh, so, so what exactly is the... Like, what deck are they running it with? Because I had thinking about... I was originally thinking about Hexa Orb, but I'm pretty sure that's awful because you have a nothing turn three. Uh, apparently they're looking for... They're looking for an unblockable attack somehow. Okay, Something with so Tom, probably. Probably... There was a grade two where... You can counterblast reveal the top card, and then whatever it is, your opponent can only call those cards. So if you did a grade three, oh, it's um, I actually, it might be, and this is this is gonna be really dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're playing. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know, but that's all That's all I heard about it. But I assume okay. that people will I'm figure it out. I Okay, so I was, like, thinking about this, because, like, the way you have to, like, take advantage of the new dragon is either, like, with some sort of guard restrict or, like, a way to restand your rear guard. So at first I was thinking of Hexa Orb, because she has ways of restanding rear guards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then the problem is you're playing Hexa Orb, so it kind of depends on whether or not the new Hexa Orb is at all worthwhile, if there even is one. Which there yeah. should be, right? Right? So, like, the problem is, like, all the Hexa Orbs need exactly Hexa Orb Sorceress, so the new one would have to, like, copy the name and give it to the G Unit, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, uh, all I know is that there's some mm -hmm. mulling about it, so I would, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't give up on it yet. I would keep so, it. So, yeah, that was my first thought, and you could do things like Restand Silent Tom because the Restanding Unit is a grade one. Gotcha. So you could like restand Silent Tom, and that's like decent. The only problem is you're running Hexa Orb, so I don't know like how great that is. I thought so. The card is Diviner Yachimata Hiko that I'm thinking of. That was a guard restrict. So its its effect is like on attack. If your hand has five or more cards, you counterblast one, reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a unit card, until the end of the battle, you your opponent can only call tar cards with the same unit type as the revealed card. <laughs> so basically if you reveal the normal unit, your opponent can only call normal units from hand. Mm -hmm. And then if you reveal a trigger unit, your opponent can only call trigger units. Oh, I so, thought it was going to be like that grade so you're like, alright, grade hmm. threes only. <laughs> like, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know OTT cards, so I'd have to look to like every single one of them, which seems like yeah. a lot of work right now. Yeah. But, there was yeah, there was a Battle Sister card that got a Sentinel Restrict, but you need the Soul Blast to Grade 3, and I don't think Battle Sister has a way to accelerate that. Uh, based on the guy that I played on Spring at Springfest a bunch of times, mm -hmm. they don't. Um, okay. And also, it's incredibly xenophobic, so like... Any yeah. sort no, of I'm pretty sure Battle Sisters is not the play. I don't think it is either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I like, wouldn't think so. Like, my first thought was Hexa Orb. Uh, Susano, just because he's generic and he basically does the same thing. As yeah, the, the Susano, like, 
the Susano base is just really strong, right? The Susano yeah. Amaterasu just cards. Yeah. Good cards. Yeah. Um, and um, then Magus I'll... is kind of xenophobic, and they don't have the promo that restands itself, so I don't... I think that's a dead end right now until we get that promo. Then maybe we could figure something out with that. Well, at least with Ma Magus, you have the, like, free counter charge. Uh, yeah, which although... You you could then use with the cater. I mean, you can just card. play like any stacking card and use Cone Magus. Yeah, oh, that's true. So it's not even like if you have a Magus Vanguard do blip. No, it's just guess the top card correctly. So as long as they're stacking your deck, you can always use Cone Magus. Yeah. So if you have that, then you can use the Keter card. Yeah. So for Vanguard attacks. Like I don't know how to make something completely unblockable off the top of my head. I'd have to look through all the cards again. But like something. That, that's like, all that was mentioned. Mm -hmm. Something with Silent Tom is probably doable, although I don't know which Silent Tom to run anymore. So it's either no zeros or what was the V V series one? It Only was... nor or they can't call normal units, but you units. you used to combine that with Ichikishima for an unguardable attack. Mm -hmm. Um, I think another thing that this uh, stride does is it makes you like it can help you not die, so you can get to Ichikishima better. Maybe because depends like, on how depends on how many triggers you can get. Like mm -hmm. this card is very dependent on what your top deck looks like, and yeah. also like what your current board state is. Because if you need to call units, it's better to just use this card first to like get the calls, and then you can figure out the rest of your plays after you call the board. Yeah. But right. If you already have a board set up, then you want to stack triggers. Makes sense. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I I think there's something in there. Like the fact that this uh what's his uh Yashi Marahiko is a rare from Yeah. From Tio, like there's something in there somewhere. There is something there. That one does need a counterblast though, which is kind of annoying. Silent Thomas free. Mm -hmm. Uh the grade one for Hexa Orb costs counterblast soul blast, which is a little annoying, but it's probably tolerable. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was also thinking about this in Witches, just because the extra Vanguard attack means you get eight drive checks. Ooh, that's pretty I, funny. I don't know how good that is. I haven't thought that much about OTT. I've spent most of my time just thinking about Bermuda Triangle, honestly. Fair enough. <laughs> Bermuda, I think the Bermuda Triangle is cool. I just was confused about all of the uh, people. Like, I was so confused that people bring up Loro first thing. Yeah, no, yeah. Loro is, like, not the play. I don't want to put nine orders in my deck or whatever. Okay, so the way I've seen it is that anytime we get something that could be good in premium or whatever, there have there has always been this, like, I don't know if it's the same people every time, but they jump at the chance to, I can use, uh, you know, overdress stuff in premium. Stop. And it probably doesn't help that I have a video series about overdress, overdress bosses in premium, but that's mostly just uh, because your fault. it's kind of my fault a little bit, and I'm sorry. Uh, it, I just like the idea of someone figuring that out. The problem is that the one time it's been figured out to great effect, it has warped the meta around it. So, uh, uh, Good old Mega Colony. Mm -hmm. Super base. Yeah, mm -hmm. or I don't know if it's warped the meta, but it's definitely like this is the thing, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a top <laughs> deck, and people have to look out for it, and you've got to be playing things like things that resist, or like, what you know, noting that your Vanguard shouldn't attack until later, like just shit like mm -hmm. that, to get around yeah. Billy Blister and the like. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. 
Yeah, like, I'm looking... So, the Bermuda Triangle one, like, at first I thought that, like, the V-bosses couldn't plus enough to really take advantage of this card, although <laughs> I'm, like, looking at some of the grade ones more, so I think it's probably doable. Like, I was looking at some of the cards Solemn played to, like, get card advantage in Prisms, but, like, obviously Premium Prism doesn't have the restrictions in V, so you just played full power V Prism plus the stride, that's, like, good. Uh... There was something going on with Rudier's, like, I'm pretty sure that one is stupidly inconsistent and minuses you a whole bunch, but if you do it right, I'm trying, uh, let me go see what the name of this card is. Sorry, I need to go find this old-ass grade 2 from the end of G. Somebody on uh, one of our, like, previous podcasts, who like, on YouTube... Was like the the thing behind root beer stares into my soul, and that's what it's doing. Right it, it it stares into mine as well. <laughs> it, just look at it. It's got like a piece of cheese on its head for some reason. See, at least Ozzy looks off to the side, right? Like he's no, looking that way. It's true. What what is that butter? Like I can't even tell. An onion ring. Oh, it's an onion ring. It's a or halo. A halo. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this grade two that I'm thinking of for Rivier is maturity, <coughs> maturity talent Selena. So, uh, what it does is acts in your hand, put a card into your soul, and then discard, put this card in your soul, and discard a card from your hand. So, if your Vanguard is the grade one Rivier, you search your deck for the grade two Rivier, ride it, and then shuffle your deck. And Itty then, bitty bum bum indeed. <laughs> And then when your Vanguard with Rivier and its name attacks, you can return it to your hand, and if you do, call it back to Rearguard Circle. So, hmm. The idea with Rivier is that you rot, you use this to accelerate to grade two and get the first stride. So especially if you're going first, you just stride while your opponent's still on grade two. And then you, you use the stride, you go back down to Rivier, and then Rivier's skill, after she attacks, rides back down to grade two. So you stride oh, lock your opponent. You got a ride but, down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to open exactly this grade two. So you need to have the grade one Rivier to ride. Then you need this card to discard, and you also need the grade three Rivier to be able to ride on your grade three turn. So you need like perfect opening hand for this combo to like even work. That's a little then, risky. Hmm. So. And I think you just don't care about how much it costs, because if you do it right, you're getting at least seven attacks, and then if you find, like, another copy of this card or the Grade 2 Rivier, both of them can make extra attacks when you ride back, or when the stride goes away, so you can make, like, eight, nine attacks off of the Rivier turn. While your opponents are Grade 2. While your opponents are Grade 2, so if they don't die outright, then they're just completely crippled, like, yeah, their hand yeah. is gone, they can't stride, you probably just yeah. win next turn. After having gotten a force marker too, so if it's like force mm -hmm. two and you really like put the screws to them, that's a yeah very very high risk high reward. Yeah, so this is like super high roll deck. You need to open like exact. You need to open basically like the entire ride line for Rivier and this grade two, and like I think you just don't care about discarding everything. You probably can afford it if you're just planning to win anyways. Mm -hmm. But yeah, finding that grade two. At, like you have to open it or draw it off the top because it only works while you're a grade one. Hmm. So like if you don't 
So, you know, if you don't get this combo off immediately, then it just doesn't work. And then I mm -hmm. think Rivier probably does not have the card advantage to sustain itself very well because it's all very costly restands. That's true. You're, yeah, you're discarding, but, what, like five that turn or something? Yeah, so I think or six, if you no, don't pull the combo off, the deck is probably much worse. But it would be really funny. Yes, oh, yeah. it would. No, even just for, like... <coughs> It's like one of those things in, um, mm -hmm. like, the original anime, like, where, where, like, I think Leon or some shit went mm -hmm. against Ty and just kicked his ass, and it was that moment where, like, oh, God, I'm screwed. And it's just, like, that doom, that feeling of doom where, like, oh, my God, these mermaids are going to run roughshod over me, and it's turn three! <laughs> the hell? <laughs> yeah. And then you just die. So, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. But, yeah, you can do that with Rivier. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't, I don't know how to, like, I'm not entirely sure how to, like, build out that deck yet. I'd have to think about it more. Just to, like, if the combo doesn't go off, you have to think about how the deck would play normally. Uh, and then I was also thinking about Pacifica. I had a small thread on about this on Twitter where Pacifica, the thing Pacifica tends to do is just find more copies of Pacifica. So my thought is, if you're just searching all the grade threes out of your deck and then discarding them for the stride, then you're not losing any shield value. And then a lot of the cards can also recycle the Pacificas. So my thought there is just, you don't care about what Pacifica does because it doesn't do anything because it's an act. And you just keep striding that stride and hopefully you just draw enough Pacificas to discard for it. I have a similar philosophy in... I run Blue Waves in Premium for Aquaforce, and there's a card called Arsenal Fleet Dragon, um, where the effect... The first effect is, like, it can restand itself if it's, like, second battle. That doesn't matter. The other effect is, uh, if it's in your drop zone and your Vanguard restands by a card ability, you can Soul Blast and return it to your hand. So basically, you use these as discard fodder for Tetra Drive or... Flood Hazard or Tetra Boil, like just stuff that restands itself, and then use it as Stride Fodder, Discard Fodder for your PG, discarding for the restand. And you can just do that every turn. So I think that's a similar philosophy you got going on. Yeah. See, so the problem with that is like it's only six attacks. And then if you go first, Pacifico most likely resolves their skills. So you get like the triple drive, you get two force markers, and then the triple door, which doesn't matter that early, but. The more important thing is you, you have a bunch of force markers and extra cards. So, like, that is my thought, is that Pacifica can just easily find discard fodder for Helltrauda's discard three. So you just get the six attacks every turn. And then on the off chance you actually manage to fulfill the condition for the Pacifica stride, which is Counterblast 1, reveal three different named Pacificas, Return all rear on attack, return all rear guards to hand, call up to five Pacificos, they get 5k and GB2, I can, they can attack from back row. So it's an eight attack turn. Okay. Um, are there any Bermuda decks where they get so much like card advantage that it kind of doesn't matter that you're doing the discard for the. Uh, if I think if the old Gionjay is unbanned, I, I don't even remember if they unbanned. Would that card even see play if it were unbanned? I don't know. I think that card might be, like, too outdated now. I think so, too. Yeah, that card gets enough advantage to sustain it, but I think that just might be outdated. 
Uh, not getting a force marker, pretty large. Mm-hmm. Like, Vianje can, like, maybe do something. I don't know yet. Like, you'd have to run Harmony cards, because most of the ul- most of, like, the generic advantage cards are, like, some of the grade ones can do some things. And then a bunch of old Harmony cards just drew cards, so you could probably still use them with force markers. Hmm. So I was thinking about something there, because, uh, what was her name? Shandi, the grade 2 version, just, like, every three cards in Harmony draw a card, and gains 5k, I think, so that still hits an appreciable number, 14k, and then you can draw cards, maybe two, highly doubt you will draw two. Mm-hmm. So... Lots of directions you could take it in. That's pretty cool. Lots of potential directions. Like, Pacifica is the one I'm, like, theory crafting the most right now. Like, Rivier is a high roll deck, but it's really funny, so I kind of want to build it just to see if I can ever get it to work properly. And, like, the, the few games it does where you get, like, the full combo going is going to be hilariously amazing. Uh, if you do decide to do that, there's a uh, premium hamstay deck that's super high rolly that I will gladly play you on vi- play against you on video just for, mm-hmm. just for the meme. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Could you? God, could you? What? I hate thinking about this archetype, but you could like maybe do something with Mir because Mir just gets a free present marker at the beginning. I refuse. Now, now, Mir's present marker comes at the beginning of main phase, so you can't do it after striding. Oh, uh, cringe. Yeah. That's still yeah. three different decks that could possibly, like, use this. Um, yeah, Mir like, bad. Like I said, we'll go, we'll go over the uh, cards more in mm-hmm. detail next week when everything's yeah. out. Mir's bad, thank God. Uh, if anything, this is meant to be, like, a, a sequel to... Mm-hmm. Or to the episode for next week. After you hear all those, you come back. You're like, "All right, what were they talking about?" Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can also just run the Highlander deck, right? Like, you just jam fifty good cards and say random bullshit. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <coughs> what about you, Alice? Um. Well, I guess I'll start with Tachikaze since that's like a. I know some of those cards. Yeah. All right. So the. Uh, this card that came out, the Tonka truck, somebody called it Craft Singles because you only need to use it once. Uh, uh-huh. um, basically, this thing is a way to make all of your rear guards get red text where when they attack afterward, you can Soul Blast and restand them. So everything mm-hmm. becomes a restander. Um, first off, uh, people have been considering this with Firena Esperata, the, the guy that just gets a free restand. Because mm-hmm. uh, he also gives those things 10k, so he's hitting for 23, 23, 23. He's hitting for three just on his own. Um, very little commitment to board. Throw in uh, the Excel circle, no problem, right? Y- y- yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Charlie from uh, the Tachikaze Discord, uh, Card Dweeb, I believe his name is, uh, put a video out where he you are able to make 12 attacks with this, and I say that for real, not for the 12 attack pale moon meme that we've been doing since like 2017 or whatever this Gary can get to 12, it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's a very convoluted thing, but I think if you build the deck toward that, it can function as such. I haven't actually come up with any particular deck list 
Um, at the moment, I just kind of threw the thing into my G zone and just worked with the list I had at Springfest. I don't think that that's going to continue being the case. I think it's going to be a little more uh, uh, dynamic where you ha you're calling more stuff off of rear as opposed to doing the kind of right. blader sweeper and canto stuff. Um, what I do know is that that stride is pretty good and it has its own situations where you can use it with a less populous board unlike uh, Neboros, which needs like more resources to put in to get what you need out, which is kind of what we needed. So um, I think that is a very good start. I especially like the Virena Esperado thing just because, again, it, you it's pretty cool. Mileage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think what it's going to warrant on, like, at least to start, is more soul. Uh, because this it has been a Tachi problem for a long time. Yeah. So you're probably going to do Polkenspine uh, stuff or. Um, like running the the heart thump crit just for the draw. Good. It, yeah. it, it has happened in the past. Yeah. Um, I noticed that a lot of decks that I play have a soul problem, except for Pilman. <laughs> like this just is a pattern for whatever reason. I mean, a lot of, some of these decks just don't generate soul, but spend it a fair bit. Yeah. Hachikaze um, like is a prime example of that. Yeah. Good. Like I, I wish there was a thing that's like when it's eaten, put it into soul. Give something five k, like that'd be so nice. Nope, no. Um, yeah, like here. Look like at even Gaia back in G was had like soul issues, despite the fact that you have this card that soul charges all the time. Yeah, like you one thing that bothers. One thing that bothers me about the Tachi Discord is that they're stuck on this guy, uh, Raven Terra, which is pretty good. It is good, but it requires a soul blast. Yep, and you can run out of it pretty quick. Yep. Um. So I feel like it's a massive drain on resources. I know that in the Springfest list, and likely when uh, I figure out whatever it is, I figure out this is probably going to be a big uh, player, Tribash. A, because it gives your Vanguard crit pressure, and B, because it goes into soul. Um, mostly for the second thing. I feel like you're... Right, doesn't, doesn't your opponent need to have, like, no rearguards? Um, yes, although most of the time people either have a lot of disappearing boards, or in Neveros' case, they happen at the same time, so you can pick off the two rear guards. There you go. Uh, so it, it, it never ended up being a problem for me. I don't really know what you would do otherwise. Uh, there have been floatings of Ancient Dragons getting more support, so I, I have... Final one. Reverse. Yeah, probably. Spinal Reverse. Um, the, the other thing is, like, a, a lot of ink, or a lot of Tachi builds, like, you have your one ride and you don't really have a good backup ride. At the least, by using Spinal Driver as your main Vanguard, you can also run... Where is this thing? Uh, it's a Grade 3 Ancient Dragon uh, Barrel Tops, which is... Uh, when placed, if you have an Ancient Dragon Vanguard, which can be himself or Spino Driver, you can counterblast one, draw a card, and he gets 5k for the turn. So he can hit Force on his own. He replaces himself, and then also if you get a front trigger, he gets a crit, because it's one of those Ancient Dragons. That's not really super important, but it's a thing you can do. Um, so I think, depending on, like, in the future, when Spino Reverse comes out, if we get more Ancient Dragon support, I feel like I might be doing... Something with like Hypno Hang, uh, if you remember that card. Please stop. <laughs> Get some help. 
<laughs> Every time somebody brings Hypnohang is never good. It has I never have. been good. It will never be good. You can use it on turn two with Spino Extra. I would have <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that I like it, it requires a redo of everything that uh, from what I was using in Springfest. We've I've been talking about Hypnohang for like five years. I have. No, just oh, they hockey players in general. Yeah, I think it's whenever because... that came came out, whenever that card came out, people have never stopped talking about it. I think it's because it doesn't require a counter blast or a soul blast. To Correct. <laughs> kind of like Megarex. That's why people latch on to Megarex so much. And so people, like, so what happens is, you know, the old Taji players quit, right? Mm-hmm. New Taji players come up and are like, oh, I just found this card, Hypno Hang, and everyone's just like, <sighs> If it got the 3K on attack instead of end of battle when it got the restand, it'd be better. Not... Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just... That's my major problem with it. I have I have a set in my commons. I don't care. That's I just think there might be something. You just want to you, you just want to draw two hypnohangs. We get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing Pulkin's Spine as my uh, thing of choice. Because <laughs> Um. Let's see. Yeah. So that's kind of all I have for. Tashi's, I, I, I'm sorry it's not more in detail. I haven't really gotten to test with it yet. Um, yeah. I mean, none of us have really tested it, right? No, I've right. been too busy. Maybe Matt. I, I've tested one thing, and one thing only. I've, been on, I've been on spikes only. That's that's what I'm going to do. La- that's what I'm going to talk about last. I'm going to do these two things in the middle. First, Pale Moon. Uh, the stride, basically, um, it, it it's made to work with Harry. Because uh, if you have four different grades called out with the effects, it gets the you get a blanket battle door still for the whole turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, two, three, starry pop, grade four, bam. Um, yes, you can do zero, one, two, three, but it's meant to work with that. And I think if Bushiroad hits Nightmare Dolls on the ban list, uh, whenever tournament season is over, I feel like I can probably do something with Harry. If not, I'm just gonna cram it into Nightmare Dolls and keep it as that. Uh, Aqua Force. So, this is the only stride it, of all the ones that we've seen that gives you an imaginary gift, that being Excel. True. So, <laughs> I regret to inform you that people, much like, much like Yu-Gi-Oh!, have decided to cram the Order Colony engine, that being Ruination Dragon, the book, and Shadow Cloak, into Aqua Force because the stride gives you an Excel circle. I'm not doing this. I'm just saying that's what people are like wanting to. Do. I assume in every Zoo Megalonica clan, that's going to be a thing that happens. Yeah, like they're talking point. about this like it's brilliant fusion. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, like yeah, yeah. Just throw two books in there and four of this card, no problem. Yeah, the reason it worked so well in Mega Colony is that Protect is the worst gift. So you're just like, fuck it. Get the get the three draws. But like Excel is arguably the best gift on its own. So losing out on getting an imaginary gift until turn four at the least. And also uh pigeonholing yourself into having to go into that stride. Um because in a lot of Aquaforce builds be it Favis or Blue Wave or Blue Storm or Maelstrom or whatever it's called. Um, 
you can strike like it's not always gambled you know mm -hmm. what i mean um so i think that it's a neat idea but i don't know if it's gonna go anywhere right um in my case i have blue waves and i haven't thought of using that stride at all because you're either going into uh first stride uh either if you g guarded first you can do tetraboil which is pretty funny uh, True. you can do Genbol, like i mentioned before that's like blanket the best aqua force stride on its own but not always the case uh you can do um alexandros although that's likely a uh if you if you have a bad matchup and you just need to work with what you have but mostly what I've been doing in Blue Wave is I have just been, if I'm going first, doing like a crazy turn three with Tetra Drive and stuff and getting like six, seven attacks off because you just throw your hand at the wall. Drawing a bunch at the end, the opponent is kind of, you know, ragged. They put up a lackluster offense. And then if you G-guard that turn, you just go into Flood Hazard uh, as your first stride and just tick their teeth in. Um, so... Yeah, I think the, the major improvement there is just going to be the G-Guard, because Aquaforce already kind of had bad G-Guards, and I'll take anything I can get. Mm -hmm. um, I think the the new stride is going to be more important in, in things like Thavas, where uh, your field is a lot more static as opposed to dynamic. True. Um, so I think also people are excited that Pursuit Assault finally came out in English, if we, you know, aside from the fact that it's hard to find um, yes, uh, the um, somebody was talking about Vthavis and be, it, be thinking as saying that it's really unfortunate that Vthavis is really uh, gatekeeped by the PR. Yeah, mm -hmm. it uh, is. so you like, you just can't play the deck without it, right? Mm -hmm. We do have reprints coming in this set that we don't know what they are yet. So there could be a pursuit assault, which there should be for real. Um, I would like to see. A reprint of some random G era cards. Triple R Mecha Instructor. Uh, <laughs> I I could see, or they just do Devil Watch to screw with you. Like, oh no, it's going to be much more strongly. <laughs> it's going to be no. Trouble they already no. They already did. They already did Devil Watch. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, no. yeah they already did Devil uh, Watch in one of the previous premium collections. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be like Wink Killer Misery or something. Oh my god! <laughs> Kill me. Uh, or it could be the PRO with Fiona. Oh yeah, that that could be. I don't know. I I'm not sure. I still what. have no idea if I'm playing that card. I know that for like I run one pursuit assault in blue waves, and the only reason for that is you. I got it for like a good price from Chris. Shout mm -hmm. out at Silver Chariot. He's been on a lot of episodes. Um, but I got it for a good price, and it's been like a decent card, mostly good early game. My favorite combo is to do it with Brutal Trooper, the one that gives your Vanguard on attack draw by going back yep. on deck. So you rest two of them, draw, put them back in deck, and then give, give the effect to your Vanguard. Um, so, yeah, it's not super important. I, I will easily take it out for something else, uh, for Blue Wave at least. One thing I like about Blue Wave is the immense amount of consistency you get from Baragios and uh, Corvette both being blue waves that serve other blue waves, which means I have only, like, I haven't, like, ride-locked myself in a long time. It mm -hmm. happened once earlier this afternoon, and that's the last I can remember. Um, yeah. So lastly, uh, my pride and joy, my great nature. <laughs> no, uh, that's fine. Yeah, something about animals studying for finals or something. I can't remember. 
Um, so both the stride and the G-Dard and what's going on around us have uh, changed the decks immensely. So starting with the G-Dard, because this isn't the variant I play, uh, it allows you to mill a card um, to become basically a PG if it's if you mill a trigger. And then mm -hmm. if not, it gets 20k shield. So if you're on Isabel, it's a perfect guard every single time. <laughs> Which is very good, because you just go discard a heal, counterblast one, PG, suck on that. Um, I think now you have the makings of a defensive deck with Izzy that can be a huge pain in the ass for the opponent, because you have that, and then you have her, the Denial Griffin combo that she has that costs a counterblast one, soul blast two. And then because of that limmer that is just on play counter charge soul charge, you you can keep that going for a while. That's not the deck I'm playing, but it's definitely a thing you can do. What I am playing is Big Belly. Um, and the stride we got is this parrot that I've been calling Polly, as you probably saw from that meme I posted a couple days ago. Um it's not a parrot, it's a dragon. Omniscient stride it's a it's a fucking parrot. <laughs> so, sorry, it's a goddamn parrot. Uh, the effect is you, you flip a thing face up in G-Zone, your whole front row gets plus 10k, um, and then you can give something, or uh, when she attacks, when the Vanguard attacks, you counterblast, stand something that has 30k or more power, which is very easy to do if you're on Excel 1, um, and then it gets red text when it attacks, uh, uh, I think it's either Battle Door or Triple Door. Triple Door. It's Triple Door. So, this has brought back the Zoa Rhino thing without the Zoa. Because instead of going, I hope this hits once for game, it's this is attacking two to three times, depending if you have uh, Big Belly or Crayon Tiger on board. Um, and it could have crits, it could be anything else. Uh, and no zeros. <laughs> There's another variant I'm exper uh, experimenting with, with, with Roaming Prison Dragon. Uh, because he gives himself a crit. And then you just play any generically good order to call it out every turn. Hmm. Um, not probably not what I'm going with, but it's something that I'm kicking around. I feel oh, like you just play like condensation or something. Yeah, I, I did whales melt at sound of range because it's free, and hmm. like, you don't care, right? You're just like, all right, free thing, cool, thanks. Um, so like four of that, uh, two condensation, and then roaming prison dragon, and because of how good. Great nature is at searching great threes and how good it is at like dropping cards. You can just get it and drop zone like turn two, turn three. Um, and then just every turn you do that, he's got a crit on him, he gets huge real quick, and then just use that to pressure. Uh, I think the Rhino one is the one I'm going with just because he gets closer to 30 quicker instead of having to um, work harder for it. Uh, the other thing is with Brilliant Blister walking around. I have started running Lesser Writer, which uh, you guys saw the <laughs> freaking. Uh, there was a buyout on TCG Player. Somebody put it back up. It was $7,000 because that's a meme. Um, and Lesser Writer's effect is he's got success, which means if something's at 20k or more, he becomes successful. And then if he's successful, him and every other rear guard uh, on your board get plus 2k and resist. So you can use that to work around Brilliant Blister, A, because the Big Belly Braid 3 that restands stuff has success. Um, so that combined with Lesser Rider making him a 13k, which can hit force numbers. Uh, and 
Talented Rhinos also being a success unit, that's the other thing, um, means that you can use that to get around Brilliant Blister, Denial Griffin, things of that nature. Uh, I... I have like Lesser Rider at three specifically just for how this meta is. And I also, you're going to kill me for this, cut Crayon Tiger. I heard. Um, my problem with Crayon Tiger is that there are too many ways to screw with your front or back row. Um, mm-hmm. And it, 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 you know, people see it coming a mile away. With Big Belly, you don't need a boost. He just needs to be successful, which is easy as pie. And uh, I. And I can search it easier as compared to Crayon Tiger. You do lose that draw ability, but because Big Belly draws on anything he kills during battle or end phase, it's a moot point. Um, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to bring up? I considered for a while Bicolor Baku, which is like Compass Lion, sort of, but he's got success just for that extra lesser rider target. But I think I'm going to go back to Compass Lion just because uh, 13k from the start is better for like that early game bullying that people try and do where they're like hitting for 10. You're like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, uh, something I tried, but not something I'm sticking with. And then also label pangolin solves all soul and counter blast problems. Card of Godlike. Because you're restanding everything so much. Yeah. You know, and then just bam, bam, bam. Like it's yeah, that card's so good. Yeah. I Um, actually dislike that it soul charges a little bit. I did for a while. Another thing I'm considering is Culture Gorilla. Do you know what that does? Mm. Uh, the, I think I think I remember this card. So uh, when your Vanguard attacks, you Soul Blast 5 and stand everything that is 25k or more power. Yeah. Um, considering it is attacked, we're probably not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember like deck, almost decking out with Label Pangolin occasionally. You had to really think about it. So, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and now more than ever to the listener, what are you, what are you working on? What are you excited to try? Um, now is the time for Spike Brothers. Yeah. Sound off in the comments or uh, on Twitter at Nexus at Nights. Uh, we have an Instagram. We don't use it much. We got merch that's down in the show notes of the, or the description. Working on getting playmats for everybody. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Whole last bonus show every week. It's five bucks a month for everything. That's True. Everything. Yeah. How about you guys? You can find me on Twi- tw- Twitter at Wiggums2Gs2Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And then you can find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or follow my other show at Generation Dan. Thank you to $10 patrons, Darren, Cole, Josh, and Jeremy, and Mule. I almost always forget. <laughs> Spice is sick. Get in there. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week for the set review. And I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.